Welcome to Simply Elementary, the show that brings you all the ins and outs of the elementary project. My name is Nathan Dyer, and I am joined, as always, by the one, the only, the uh, unexpectedly short-haired Dane Henson. Dane, how's it going, sir? I buzzed all my hair off uh, just to surprise you. That's all. I said Nathan needs a surprise. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, life gets boring from time to time, and I need, I don't handle change well. Mm-hmm. But just a little bit of uh, of new stuff sometimes oh, makes life just interesting. Just a little so. bit of Dane in your life is what you need. <laughs> 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 it makes me want to start singing the Mambo Number no. Five and just replace all the names of the ladies with Dane. <laughs> so, like so what have you been up to, man? Uh, oh gosh, I've been up to uh, uh, a lot and not a whole lot. We we kind of stick <laughs> around the house and and do nothing. Uh, I have been working. Um, I don't I don't want to get myself in trouble here, but I have been oh. working on a few little bug fixes for Agenda and hopefully a couple of new features. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. What have you that's been up awesome. to? Well, I had I didn't want to mention this. That's why I'm starting the show with bringing that first yes. <laughs> I had a birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday. I had a last it was a Saturday. I, I turned 25. Oh man, you are you are an old man. It really hurt to turn twenty five, and I know everybody that's above the age of thirty is listening to this and just shaking their head. But I feel really old. I don't wait. I don't know if I know this. When is your birthday? Can, can, will you say that live on air? Uh, yes. You want you want the entire like the year and the ex- everything? Not you know, no. It, you don't. I mean, now we can. Well, you can do the math. Yeah. Twenty nine two minus twenty. It's March twenty third. March twenty. <laughs> That's crazy. My birthday is March 10th. I had a birthday. We didn't celebrate your birthday either, Dane. No, we didn't. Oh my. <laughs> How old are you? We got to say. Uh, uh, 34. 34. That's all. Next year we'll be celebrating your 35th. <laughs> yes. So that's, you, you just, I pretend that I'm old, but next year, wow, you'll be listen, ancient. Listen, oh my I'm, an, I'm an old man, but you are an old soul. <laughs> I might as well be 90 years old. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So it's it's funny that you mentioned uh, uh, your fantastic app agenda available now wherever fine apps are sold in App Center in elementary OS. <laughs> um, I guess that's literally one place. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I've been working on Vocal. Uh, I haven't had a chance to work on it as much this month because I've uh, my real – I'm using air quotes here. I know this is an audio podcast, but my air quote real job – has been crazy lately. We're trying to get all of my students ready to take the uh, AP exam. Uh, their projects are due in April, um, so wow. so that's been crazy and stuff. That's but, exciting. Uh, oh, I'm I'm really excited about that. They're it's a great group of kids, and they're learning a whole lot. So I'm I'm excited to see how they do. But we've been uh, we've been working on a new version of Vocal, uh, off and on really for yes. a few months now, and yes. it's it's darn close. I, I, translations are the str- strings are frozen. Translations are on their way. And I'm working right now on compiling them all and writing the release notes. What's crazy is it takes hours to just hit the release button because you have to you have to fill in all the uh, new release info in your app stream date, and you have to get new screenshots if there is anything new uh, yeah. on there. And you have to I like, know. It's, a, it's real it's, work it's a making lot. a release. Yeah, even even after all of the. Like you've you've torn your hair out with the bugs and <laughs> you've tried to add all these awesome new features, then it's just hours more of like sitting and trying to make sure that all the notes and all the documentation and all like everything is just lined up perfectly. 
trying to remember what you've actually done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that in that last version or is that new? So that's probably a sign that I need to release more often. I just, it, it comes in waves. I'll, I'll wake up and there will be like 12 new pull requests and for like you know, 12 new things. And it will take awesome. us a while to get them all in. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm so happy with the number of contributors that we have. We have just an awesome community of people working on it and uh, this this will be the first version that people actually have their hands on that has the internet archive integration so uh, oh, that's it, exciting yeah it should be out within the next few weeks so if you're listening to this podcast uh close to when it was recorded uh, keep an eye out for a new version of vocal sweet good deal yes. so and um, agenda <laughs> yeah well i don't know like well, i said I don't keep an eye out but you may keep or may not you know. yeah mm-hmm. there's there's new things coming down the pike speaking of new things coming down the pike <laughs> i'm gonna beat you to it uh. <laughs> uh, I, I saw the segue yep oh okay speaking of new things dane do we have any news <laughs> we do we have some news this week um uh, this this week this month this week we're we're getting close to saying this week um, well, yeah, I mean, we're hey, we have we are finally. I think this is the only the second one in a row, but I'm going to go ahead and be really cocky here. We are finally back on a one a month cadence here. Yes, so. it's a it's it's a good thing. Um, no, yeah, we uh, so we wanted to discuss a little bit um, about um, Cassidy uh, going to a uh conference conference hackfest hackfest yeah i mean the cool not a conference the cool kids are calling him hackfest these days (laughs) i don't know if you know this and cassidy is a very cool kid oh he's the coolest i mean you you know he's a i'm gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call him a hipster i refuse (laughs) he's basically a hipster well i mean you know him it's okay <laughs> but he's but he's a unique hip, hipster right i mean you guys call they me like a hipster because i listen to vinyl so yeah know. i mean hipsters like to think that they're the only most unique that's why they don't want to be they don't want to be lumped in with hipsters. Sure. so he's he's a unique he's his own hipster and we should probably point out cassidy is a legit good friend of ours and longtime friend of the show mm-hmm. yeah we love you cassidy yeah, okay do. anyway back to the point um cassidy went to a hack fest in london uh, where um, where they were working on the GNOME parental controls yes. uh, and metered data. So um, you want to talk a little bit more about that, Nathan? Yeah, so the whole... And by the way, Dan, we should probably mention this week's episode. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by... No, I'm just kidding. But this week's episode has a theme. And it's the entire show is themed around uh, what we are penciling in, mindfulness and minimalism. Mm. And uh, it was really uh, kind of coincidental that all this stuff just lined up perfectly for us to uh, focus on these ideas. But the uh, uh, so yeah, Cassidy went out to London, and uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Adam Biankowski, also known as Don Adigo. Mm-hmm. Is that, how you... that I mean, that's how I would have said. He's it. a long time. He's a long time contributor. He's well known. Uh, he's worked on a ton of elementary stuff. But he's the guy that actually wrote the in- initial implementation for the parental controls that are in. Uh, Juno right now so he was also able to join them via video conference but they got together and they discussed all kinds of of different uh, implementation details and not just implementation details but design details all the things that go into uh, working on parental controls and and not just parental controls um, one of the trends I'm sure you're seeing this a lot too Dane Mm-hmm. Is and, and there are all these different terms. In fact, that's one of the things that was happening at the Hackfest is they were trying to figure out what term to use. 
Right. Uh, some companies say like digital well-being or uh, uh, screen time, I think, is another one, yes. right? You yeah. Know, wellness, mindfulness, uh, Cassidy threw in balance and equilibrium because that sounds like something Cassidy would throw in, right? <laughs> uh, but the, uh, you know, if you think of parental controls, you think of like parents sitting down and saying, we don't want Johnny playing Call of Duty more than 30 minutes a day. We don't want Johnny going to Playboy.com. Right. You know, setting mm-hmm. these controls, limiting what their little boy Johnny can do. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we're seeing now is this trend towards people kind of setting these restrictions for themselves. People uh, being mindful of how they spend their time and realizing, man, I probably shouldn't be on Twitter for more than like 15 minutes a day. Yeah. Or, or, or these things. So not only is it a way uh, for parents to control what their children access and how often they access it, it's something that people can use to use, use as a tool to set restraints for themselves so right does that sound about right yeah and and i mean i don't know about you but i i tend to use uh no i'm not a hardcore user of um of those types of tools but i do tend to at least look at the amount of time that i spend on certain apps and certain um you know in in certain areas of my phone so uh I like to I like to make sure that I'm not looking at my phone too much, and it helps me to be a, be a, a better dad. Um, a lot of times I'm hanging out with my kids, and um, or even hanging out my, with my wife, and I find myself looking at my phone too much. So, um, so that can be that can be a really helpful tool for uh, being more mindful and in the moment. Definitely, and you know, there there's definitely a point where I was getting overwhelmed with all of the digital stuff and you know my solution was to go into the woods for two weeks on a camping trip and with a stack of books that looked amazing (laughs) and a steak but you have to be insane to do something like that so you know just setting limits for yourself is what a sane human being would do (laughs) Um, so so it's nice to have that and and another so a couple other just quick points to make first of all it's really nice to see that uh, elementary and gnome are contributing so closely together and also other co- like endless um, they were some of the people who did a lot of the upfront work to make this all come together um, so it's nice to see all these different organizations all these different companies working together and at, at the end of the day you know the elementary implementation is going to look and behave a little bit differently than the gnome one mm-hmm. and that's to be expected but it, it's refreshing to see that as much of the back end that can be shared as possible uh, as much as we can see that actually being shared, mm-hmm. it's really nice. And at yeah. the end of the day, we're all working on open source and we're all friends and we're all trying to accomplish the same things together. So right. that's nice to see. Yeah, definitely. And then another thing, you know, it was also another consideration at the Hackfest was this metered data. And uh, so what that is, you're all probably familiar with that, at least to some degree, uh, especially with like cellular networks. You know, if you only... If, for example, if you have a Verizon plan and you only have four gigs of data, uh, you don't want to blow through that when you hook up your hotspot. So metered data uh, is kind of a way to limit how much data your system is pulling down. And it's not just for mobile. Uh, people all over the world have, uh, you know, even here, uh, where uh, Dan and I are both recording in America, even here, a lot of big ISPs set like 250 gig or 300 gig data caps. Mm-hmm on your monthly plans. Uh, people in countries where the internet isn't necessarily the best sometimes have like really restricted data right. uh, plans that they have to use. So this is a way of, uh, to my understanding, this is a way to track how much data you're using 
and more importantly, limit different apps from being able to use more than they need to and uh, preventing things like automatic updates and automatic downloads and things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, from reading it, it sounds like Network Manager already has that concept built into it, but uh, it doesn't really like display itself well to the user. Uh, it doesn't really fit in with the uh, the various systems, so it's nice to see people putting some thought into that. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how that uh, how that plays out with elementary and how they uh, how they end up displaying that because um, even if you even if you don't want to um, put a hard limit uh, or even a soft limit on your apps, it would be interesting to uh, pull up a page and much like we do with the um, with the uh, when you click on the battery icon. Uh, it shows you how much power things are using. Uh, be able to see how much um, network uh, or uh, bandwidth, sorry, people are or apps are using. Yeah. I will get through a sentence somehow. <laughs> <Ugh>. uh, <laughs> no, it's, you're you're exactly right. I mean, it's and it's also it's just one of those really uh, helpful tools because if if you, for the sake of argument, you download some random app from App Center. And, you know, you think, okay, this thing is just sitting there in the background. And all of a sudden you look and it's used 30 gigs, you know, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Something's going on somewhere. So it's, it's just another tool that gives you some measure of control and, uh, and assurance. Right. So that's nice. Yeah. All right, Dane, do you want to talk a little bit about the February updates blog post? Yeah. So um, the, the, the main uh, points that we had in there uh, is they've, they've updated... The calendar app, Woo. which I've um, I've been keeping tabs on. Um, I've, I find the calendar app to be an interesting app. It hasn't gotten a whole lot of love lately. Uh, I like that your definition of keeping tabs on is have written code for and issued pull requests <laughs> to. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I did a little bit of work on it. <laughs> um, but I, I'm not extremely familiar with the code base. So I, I do like seeing that they've, um, they've put some thought into at least the, the way that it looks. Um, so they've, uh, they've added some more highlighting. There's some lime accent colors throughout the app, um, that just make it look a little bit, uh, a little bit more polished the, the way that we would expect elementary apps to look nice and fresh. Um, and uh, apparently they've they've fixed some bugs concerning the screenshot um, the screenshot app. Yeah, have you followed that at all? I have seen the bugs. I've seen <laughs> the frustration, but I I actually don't. I wasn't sure how they fixed that or if they had fixed that. So it's my understanding that they fixed it. If I read the article correctly and I followed it well enough. Um, so what happens is basically if if you are familiar with the screenshot tool. You go to make a screenshot, and there's a button on it for you to conceal the text, which basically any of the text that's on your screen, uh, it, it makes it squiggly, so any private information in your screenshot is hidden, essentially. It's unreadable by a human. And the way it does that is it, it changes your system font temporarily to this scribbly nonsense. The problem was people were choosing this option, and for some reason... And again, I'm not super familiar with the technical reason why. But for some reason, it was changing the system font to this scribbly text and then not changing it back to this normal system language. So people were taking a screenshot and all of a sudden they couldn't read anything on their computer. It was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, it sounds terrible. like that's fixed, Nick. That's fixed now. <laughs> so that's uh, that reassuring. It's kind of like changing your entire interface to a, a different language that you don't <laughs> understand. 
Um, except this one is a language that nobody understands because it wasn't actually a language. Exactly. So there's no way for you to get, say, your Spanish-speaking friend to come and look at your screen and say, <laughs> show me how to get it back to English. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm glad that's fixed. And, you know, I never ran into that bug. I, most people did not run into that bug as far as I know. So it wasn't a widespread issue as far as I'm aware, but it was for the few people who hit it, I think it was a pretty nasty bug. So I'm, I'm <laughs> glad to hear that that's fixed. Uh, so the other thing or the, um, the other big thing that, that we wanted to pull out of that, uh, post was that album art is now in, in music album art is now displayed at full resolution on high DPI displays, That's which is sweet. nice. Yeah. Um, we like to be able to, we, we don't like to have graininess on our high DPI displays. They stop hiding your giddiness that music is getting updated here. I just, I'm. <laughs> Every time you see an update to music, you're thinking, oh, Nathan was wrong that one time. <laughs> I don't even use the app, but I love seeing that you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, no comment. <laughs> uh, have we covered the... Is there anything else in the news that you know to throw in, or have we pretty well covered it? I think that pretty much covers it for what I've followed. Good. Well, it was yeah. a nice, uh, steadily paced February. I'll take it. Yes. All right, so the next thing that we'll move on to, the main segment, and again, this is the mindfulness and minimalism episode. Uh, Dane basically pitched me an idea, and he said something to the effect of, I just want to get on here and rant for a few minutes about an old computer. And I said, <laughs> Dane, have at it. So I am, I'm going to lean back in my chair. I'm going to turn the helm totally over to Dane here. Man, you just tell me... to. Tell me whatever you want to tell me about some old computer, man. Hit me. Hit it's, me with this rant. It's partly out of excitement and partly out of just just wanting sort of a PSA to the world um, about old computers and, and how we shouldn't we shouldn't just leave them behind. I, I 100% in post add the the more you know sound. 100%. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Yes. I will, I will take that. <laughs> so... I, I don't know. I, all right. I have a new job, uh, and we talked about this on the last episode. I've, I've been at my job, I, I guess maybe what six months now. Gosh, that's and, crazy. It feels like you were, you got it yesterday. <laughs> I know. I know. Time flies. Um, and they bought me this beautiful, shiny, brand new computer. Um, I, I had no control over exactly what computer they were going to buy me. Um, so they got me a uh, top of the line MacBook Pro and I am extremely grateful, very thankful for it. It, it, it is a, it is the core I nine, like, you know, top of the line processor. Uh, it's got 32 gigs of Ram, um, you know, a huge SSD in it. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. Uh, there's a buck coming here. I can feel <laughs> And like I said, thank you to my new, my new company, my coworkers. They, they were all excited for me when the, when it finally came here in the mail. But of course, as, <laughs> <laughs> as a Linux geek, the first thing I want to do with a new computer is not to play with the silly little touch bar and, geek out about all of the super fancy shiny things that Mac has to offer. I want to take a flash drive with elementary sticking in my new computer and boot it up. I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm I feel you, Dane. Yeah. 
and of course being top of the line brand new like like fresh hot off the presses computer not all of the kernel modules have been written for it yet so you try to boot this thing up with with any version of linux and um you'd be hard pressed to get it to a point to where you can even try to type anything into a terminal sure let alone show anything graphically and once you get to that point not even the keyboard works so you have to plug in an external keyboard and you have to plug in an external mouse if you want to use anything graphical. Um, and then on top of that, if you try to install anything to it, you have to disable like 10 different security settings because it's got some SS2 chip in it or I don't, I don't even remember what it's called. I don't care. Right. The hardware doesn't work for me. I use it for, my, for, for development, uh, for my job. I use it to make money. And that's about it. And, you know, I might play some games on it. <laughs> but uh, I need We're coming it. clean here. This is the confession. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is the confession part. Okay. But I need something to run elementary. And I have a, I have had a few things in the past, but you know, a couple of a couple of um lap hand me down laptops that, you know, didn't quite work out for me or whatever. I have a desktop that's got a, a sweet and and I say sweet because I'm an old man, and I built this in 2009. A sweet Core 2 quad processor in it. <laughs> it's got 16 gigs of RAM. Uh, it's got a real nice NVIDIA graphics card in it, and, and I can I can run elementary on that just fine, and I play some games on that, and I do some development, but it's a desktop, and it's it's stuck at my desk. I need something that I can take with me to the coffee shop or take with me to the living room. Um, I can understand that. So I started kind of looking around and thinking about stuff. And listen, I am just like any other geek out there. I love to have a Core i9, 64 gigs of memory, whatever. You know, I, I want the top of the line stuff. But you don't need that. Not when you've got elementary. Elementary can, can revive the oldest laptop. Maybe not the oldest, but, you know, uh, within reason. So I started looking around and I had exactly, you know, get me, this This is, I mean, after we did our budget and everything, I had exactly $76 to spend. So I'm, I could, 76, it's a sign that you went to <laughs> System 76. Yes. And, I went to System76 and I said, get me a laptop for $76. And they said, no. Nope. They said, sir, what are you doing here? This is a Walmart. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I would have loved to have uh, um, called up Carl and said, can you get me a laptop for $76? But I'm sure he would have just laughed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Laughed me off the phone. And um, so, so I went looking for something for $76 on eBay. And I said, surely you can find a laptop for under a hundred dollars. And that's it. It turned out that it was a little bit more difficult than I had expected. But there are a lot of choices out there. There's a there's a lot between the the fifty to two hundred dollar range for a nice little used laptop. So I went ahead and I got me 
a ThinkPad, and I found that it was great. Shipping and everything was exactly seventy six dollars. I kid amazing. you not. Yeah, and you can't. I couldn't have. I couldn't have staged that myself. Right. Um, so I bought a T four hundred. Oh, nice. Those are really good machines. Yeah, it's a great machine. Um, it's solid. It's sturdy. Uh, it's got a Core two Duo processor in it. Um, right now, it has four gigs of RAM. I need to bump that up. Uh, but I slapped an SSD in it. And then I installed Elementary, and it runs great. I it's bet. so snappy. It's it's so snappy. And plus, ThinkPads are tanks. I mean, I it's uh, if you want to know my personal opinion, all right. System seventy six is my favorite laptop uh, Linuxy computery company. Absolute mm-hmm. favorite, hands down. But my favorite laptop, like gun to my head, if you said, "What's your favorite laptop?" I really like a ThinkPad. I had an old uh, X2, X220, I think it was. Mm. And that thing was, It's mom and dad still use it to this day. I bought it when I was in high school. I it had is, my eye on a few of those. It's X220. rock solid. Yeah. And it's, it, it runs amazing. I love, the keyboard's great. They're, they're tanks. I mean, you cannot break these things. So I, uh, I really like a ThinkPad. Yeah, me too. I, ThinkPads are amazing. Um, I mean... I just found out the other day because I haven't. I, I've spent a lot of time configuring Elementary and and uh, getting things going for my development uh, environment. But I just found out the other day that with with the function key modifier, you can turn on a um, a down light like an LED yes. that shines onto your keyboard. Yeah, it's called a Think Light. That's so cool. I yeah, love that. Yeah, I, I used to have that. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it has a little bit of a shiny glare on the keyboard, but in a really dark room, that's beautiful. I love yeah, it. It's, and I've been known to like, you just in a dark room, like you need to find your way to the bathroom or something. You just turn that thing on and go. <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. so great. I don't like it as good as actually having a backlit keyboard, but right. you know, for back in the day, the, the think light was 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 the jam yeah i mean yeah before before backlit keyboards were a thing that that's innovative to have a little led that shines just on your keyboard that's great so, so if, that's, if i'm reading you if i'm picking up what you're putting down here your thesis is that you don't have to have a brand new computer you don't have to have the latest and greatest that there is much like the buddha taught us there is a middle way mm-hmm. okay yeah. Where you can find enlightenment, if you will. Okay. You can get all the stuff done that you need to mm-hmm. without breaking the bank, without having to throw away this old equipment, right? It's good. You Absolutely. don't want to throw it to the, you don't want to put it in the junkyard. You don't want to throw it in the dumpster. You know, it's, this stuff is still usable. Yes, exactly. I, that's, and that's the rant. I feel like, too often we get caught up in in trying to buy the latest and greatest new amazing super powerful thing and um and really what happened here for me is it is it bit me in the bum i uh i am kind of mad about that i'm kind of mad at apple and i and oh man where do i begin at the i'm mad at apple <laughs> yeah you're and you're, i say that as someone whose professional job for the past Almost 10 years now has been keep up with all the Apple stuff and learn to love it and work on it. Yeah, it's like I said, it's nice. Uh, I use it for work and it's 
it does what it needs to do. But there is something there's something to be said for for minimalizing um the things that you have and and just and and bringing it all the way back down to I can get a laptop for under $200 that will run elementary and I can get a bunch of work done. I use it for a lot. That that little T400 with a Core 2 Duo can do all of the web surfing I need, all of the Amazon shopping or whatever it is that you need to do. It And, and I'm using it to develop Agenda right now. I'm going to use it for some of the other apps that I've been working on. And um, I am, I am super happy with it. So yeah, don't, don't throw away old stuff. And, and I know there's, there's a huge portion of our audience that already knows this. I'm preaching to the choir, but just keep that in mind for, you know, if you have a niece or a nephew or son or daughter or uh, wife or husband, um, anyone in your life who is looking for uh, something that they just need to get a little work done, do email and, and surf the web, uh, look, watch YouTube videos or whatever. Keep that in mind. That's, that is a perfectly, especially if you're, especially if you're savvy enough to know how to find um, a decent used laptop on eBay, like that's, you know, that can be a little hairy for the average user. But if you are good at that, you can really bless someone in your life with an amazing machine. So that's my rant. And I, uh, when I price a new machine, like, you know, like I don't go as like old school core two duo E as Dane here, (laughs) 76 bucks, but Hey, it still works. At least I didn't go pay him for. Oh gosh, man, you're giving me PTSD over here. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I always, anytime I'm make, I'm uh, configuring a new laptop, I go with the lowest processor option available every time, because we've now gotten to a point where processor speed is basically plateaued, mm-hmm. and I can have a web browser open with thirty tabs going and a video playing in the background and some flax, you know, playing over here, right? And it never skip a beat. The only time where I need real raw horsepower is when I'm uh, ripping and encoding a Blu-ray, which I've been known to do. Mm-hmm. But it's only, you know, you need that how often. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and that's why you keep another machine to do that. I mean, it's just not necessary. People like to go and, and put as much metaphorical horsepower in their computers as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's really not necessary for most people. For uh, most people and for most things that people do. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have an addendum to okay. your segment. Bring it on. Uh, in our show doc, I've labeled it uh, Nathan's Descent into Crotchety Old Manhood. The old soul coming out. Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, yours was kind of focused on the uh, minimalism. This is also focused on minimalism, but in a slightly different way. All right. I made a, a, a revelation the other day, Dave. Which is, I basically only use either my computer or my phone for like nine different things. That's it. Okay. I like nine if I I'm gonna hold my phone up right now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> for all of the audiences. Yeah. All right. Exhibit oh, A. Wow, look your at honor. That. How many apps do you see here, Dane? Uh, I count. Well, there's. Uh, I need eight. the end. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Plus. eight. Plus four at the bot twelve. Yeah. Okay. Right. I 12. I need I, I make phone calls mm-hmm. and get text messages. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to Google crap in a web browser. Mm-hmm. I take pictures 
and look at the pictures. I'm going to combine that. <laughs> okay. All right. I listen to music. All I right. listen to podcasts. I read email. Mm-hmm. I check Twitter. Okay. And I chat with people through Slack. All righty. Like, that's literally all I do with my phone. And with my computer, I look at my computer and the dock and everything. I see the same web browser, Firefox, mm-hmm. on, on both machines. I see a music player. Okay. A podcast app. All right. Uh, I do have a text editor on my uh, on, on my computer, of course. I don't mm-hmm. have it on my phone. I'm not that nuts. <laughs> um, but really, all I need to do is I, I listen to music. I listen to podcasts. I look at a couple articles on the like Wikipedia page on the web. Okay. I, I keep all my notes just in plain text, just with a text editor. I put it on a GitHub repo. There is a GitHub app on here. Okay. Like, I've just reached a point in my life where I think I've figured out, like, all the stuff that I really use these things for, Hmm. and I have no further need in my life. Wow. Like, I can't, like, you can't, if you came up to me right now, it's like, Nathan, I have the most brilliant idea for this app. It's, I don't know, name any crazy idea that you would have, like, you could throw it at me. I'm like, well, that's cool, but really, you know. I've already got a thing that does all the stuff I need to do. You know, it it sounds good, but yeah, you know, and that's, it's kind of weird to be at that point. But really, if you think about it, like what else do you need to need to do? Well, I, I, and okay. So I, I am guilty of, um, I, I, I love to try to, to strive towards minimalism in, in, most areas of my life but my phone mm. my phone is full i'll show you my screen Uh-oh. i just have i just have oh. one, <laughs> i just have one screen but it, it's got folders up here okay. yeah, yeah there's a bunch of yeah i know and it's full so i'll give you you know one i left out was weather i see dark sky on your screen there i mm-hmm. you need weather i'm yeah. a nutball for not having it i actually miss it i need to put a weather app on here so, so. I feel like well, I have I have excuses for everything. Yes. Um, but I realized, and I don't want to I don't want to take you down the nitty gritty details of everything. But I realized that you're you're a country bumpkin, you're living out there in the woods, and you don't really have a lot going on around you. Your life is on your computer online, and your life is like you can manage most of everything else you know, everything else in your life on your phone and then you interface with people face to face. I live in the heart of the Dallas Fort Worth area, DFW. Oh, sorry. I thought, we were just... <laughs> um, I thought that was a thing. Are we not supposed to clap when you no. say that you live deep in the heart? Deep in the, oh, yeah. Texas. You, you are, yeah, sorry. I, okay. I live deep in the heart of Texas, but specifically in the Metroplex. And, Today, it's funny that you, that you mentioned this because today I was kind of organizing some of these apps on my phone and I've been, I've noticed that I've let them all creep into my life. Um, some of them, like I've got the Microbit app. Guys, Microbit is amazing. It's a little microcontroller like dev board that you can, my son and I have been playing with it. It's so fun. Anyway, I've got that to be able to program that thing. I've got the eBay app that I used for, for buying my laptop. Um, I've got Audible uh, for listening to books. 
I do a lot in my fitness pal. I track my calories sometimes, but then I have this folder on here called food. And, and this is where I feel like it's just stupid. And this is why I'm trying to move out into the country. <laughs> I, have, over, <laughs> I have, a, I have a guest room. I, I would love to, I have in this food, in this food folder on my phone and we're, we are getting way off topic here, but I have DoorDash so that I can have people bring food to me. I have Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A has an app and you can get points and stuff and earn treats or whatever. I have Starbucks cause you can earn stars. I have El Pollo Loco. Um, I have Wingstop. I have Chipotle. All of these are for ordering. I have Sonic. Um, and that's just the food. Hey, Dane. Yeah. Ask me if we have DoorDash or <laughs> do you, Uber do you or have, Lyft. Do you have DoorDash or Uber or Lyft? No. Ask me if we have a Chick-fil-A or a Sonic or <laughs> any of those things you just mentioned. Do you have any of those food things? No, not a one. <laughs> I ha- we have a grocery store and a McDonald's. And so. that's where... It's just stupid. So, I, you know, I admit that perhaps my lifestyle is not that of the uh, typical person. Uh, <laughs> you know, it does occur to me that there are additional things that you would want to do. Um, and, I, you know, I didn't mention I do have a Maps app on here. I don't actually use it on my phone. I plug it into my truck and it comes to my what used to be CarPlay and is now Android Auto. And don't get me started because Android Auto is crap compared to CarPlay. <laughs> that's, that's another story. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Um, but, uh, but you know, it's in general though, I've realized, and, and obviously there are, I, I kind of kid a little bit, you know, because we're talking about minimalism and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are times when I need to edit video or edit audio, like with this podcast, or I need to record a show or I want to stream to Twitch. I mean, I do a fair bit of stuff with my computer. So that's not to say that uh, I'm kind of overplaying how minimal I have it. But at the end of the day, almost everything I do is either just in a plain text document or it's just a straight up file in my file system, you know, and in some cases I let programs manage it like elementary photos, Mm. formerly shot will, you know, or I would pretend like I let music touch my 110 gigabyte (laughs) flat library, but, uh, no, I don't. Uh, but you can have high res. You can have high res album art on there now. I could. I could it's high DPI, but uh, <laughs> again, PTSD. It's, no, I'm good. Uh, one of these days, music will be able to handle this giant flak library. But today is not that day. And we know one of the day, these days it will because it has not died yet. It's it's still it's alive. Still, still kick. <laughs> Which is good. I really man. You're. T- I have the formerly noise shirt hanging in my closet and i still wear it from time to time same here so you know it's not like i hate the thing i know i know i just like music library is my baby i can't just i just like giving you crap for trying to kill it off (laughs) i wasn't trying to kill it off i just really thought it was going to (laughs) die and it would have (laughs) so it weren't for you kids and your stupid dog so you can see why and you and i like I I admire your lifestyle, your digital lifestyle with your phone and your and your minimal apps and that kind of thing. You can see why though people like me might need some of these digital mindfulness sort of 
oh yeah system interfaces to be able to say hey you've been spending a little bit too much time in these apps and truth be told i could probably use it too because you know i i work on an average day i probably work close to in, in between nine and ten hours i teach class for two hours a day and then i go do my tech support job mm-hmm. and i'm at when i'm not in front of the classroom teaching i'm at my desk usually you know responding to help desk tickets and emails and, and that sort of thing so it, there are probably times when i need to get up and stretch and get a drink of water and look at a plant right and meditate or whatever <laughs> you do that i don't do that so mm-hmm. you know i i'm probably in the same boat that you are in that i need to be more mindful mm. Well, it's all a joke, Dane. We need to uh, we need to go back to flip phones and typewriters. <laughs> I wouldn't be too mad about that. Although, don't take my T four hundred away from me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right, have we uh, have we I flogged think, that dead horse? I think we've exhausted the the avenues here. Well, then let's move on to the App Center app of the week. Week, week, week. Dane, what do we have for the App Center app of the week? We have a uh, a relative newcomer to the store, I believe, to the App Center. It's the first time I'd ever seen it in the store. Maybe it's, you know, but I think it's new. Yeah. Um, it is called Badger by Elfenware. Um, That's a cool developer name, Elfenware. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, and I like, the, I like the name of the app, Badger. Badger. And um, can I admit something to you? What, what's that? What's that? A solid, like, 60% of the reason why I suggested this app, other than the fact that it ties in with the theme of the show, is the icon was really cute. The icon is really cute. I, I think like it's the well icon. Designed. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a good job by the developer for sure. Um, so this app reminds you to periodically uh, blink your eyes, stretch your fingers, stretch your arms, stretch your legs, turn your neck. Um, and I have had it... Uh, I downloaded it and I've had it up in the background the entire time we've been doing this show. And it does periodically, it'll it'll show a notification that just says, hey, do this with your fingers five times or look, uh, look left, look right, look up, look down kind of thing. Like make sure that you're stretching out all of your all of your limbs. Uh, and I have been doing some of the things during this show. I don't know if you've noticed. I've not, but that's that's really interesting. I'm glad to know that it <laughs> is. Uh, were you able to figure out how, what the interval was? No, I haven't been able to figure that out yet. It's a very simple interface. Uh, or as as soon as you fire it up, it just has some check boxes to see what you would like it to remind you of. Yeah, when I uh, I played with it for a little little bit earlier today, and uh, it was one of those things i wanted to be able to set a custom interval and mm-hmm. i didn't see it anywhere in the app so i went to the github page and i, I noticed that it was one of the issues that was filed okay um so it, it is on the radar and i actually dug through all the code trying to figure out what's the interval and son of a gun i cannot figure out where the line of code like i can see all the function calls and i can see like where he's passing a variable for the interval but i cannot figure out where that stupid interval is getting set <laughs> so i have uh, dear listener, I have no earthly idea how often these triggers are happening. Does it come from the build system or something? Like the Mison? I thought it would be in the G setting yeah. uh, file. It wasn't in that. Hmm. It's not getting passed like in a hard-coded value anywhere. I feel it's, like that's something that, that the user should be able to configure up front, right? And I'm, I'm sure that in a future uh, soon-to-be-released version that that will happen. So yeah. uh, but the whole point of us saying that, dear listener 
is for you to understand that as of right now, it's hard coded. It is just set to some unknown period that Dan and I have not yet worked out um, in terms of when it reminds you. But it is good uh, for it to send these mindful reminders to you. And that this really does, this is a perfect app uh, to fit in with this because not only does it talk about the mindfulness and well being components, um, but it also ties into the minimalist user interface, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's very minimal, yeah. We've like ticked it. all the boxes with this app. Yeah. So you tick, yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. Literally. Hey, look at that. <laughs> We've literally ticked all the boxes with this app. I love that. Uh, but again, the name of the app was Badger. The name of the developer is Elfinware, and you can find it in App Center today. So be sure to go search for it, download it, and uh, give it the old college try. Sweet. All right. So, uh, Nathan, do you have a workflow of the week for us? Of course I do, man. Yes. I always have a. Although I probably need to. This is my. I kept writing the word week in the show doc. I probably should have written month. That's on me. Yeah, well, we're trying. You know. We're we're <laughs> trying to push ourselves to be better, right? Yeah. Well, I think we've pretty much landed on the once a month thing. Yeah. I think that's pretty. Realistic. Okay. So workflow of the month. Okay, I like it. Okay. Uh. So, and this is slightly borrowed. This is one that I have just kind of been using and not really thought about. But then I saw Cassidy James Blady, uh, who we talked about a lot on this show. We need to get him on. We're obviously thinking about him a lot. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Maybe when he's feeling better, right? That's true. Yeah. Right now, as we record, he's apparently got a really bad uh, sore throat. And I, I gave him a brilliant remedy. (laughs) Uh, i I think i've scared uh poor he and his wife but anyway uh yeah any anywho but uh, he was talking about this on twitter the other day and it just really solidified oh this needs to be the workflow of the week so firefox recently released an app for ios and android called firefox lockbox say that five times fast i dare you um But uh, basically, it's an app so that you can get to all of your passwords that you have saved in Firefox, uh, which is cool because, you know, you can sync all your Firefox passwords from your elementary machine and get them on all your other devices. But even cooler than that is that web and or Epiphany, depending on, you know, how cool you are and if you're up with the code names. But the built-in default web browser in elementary OS syncs with the Firefox sync system, including the passwords. Okay. So out of the box, you can now sync all your passwords in elementary with this app that's on your iPhone or Android device. Wow. Which I think is pretty darn cool. That is cool. I like that. That's awesome. I I am currently locked into one password. That's what I use uh, daily. For I'm a bit work stuff kind of guy. And, okay, yeah. Um, but I like this workflow. I, I may have to try it out and see uh, see how it goes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, right now I'm kind of split between the Firefox logins and Bitwarden. And actually what I was able to do is I exported all my Firefox passwords into Bitwarden a few months ago. Okay. So, you know, you can kind of move between the two. Uh, but this is this is a really nice out-of-the-box solution that works across all your platforms and stuff. You don't even need another service. Yeah, that's amazing. So, I like yeah, that. Not bad. Cool. All right, we're getting close, Dane. Do we have any emails from our listeners? Mm, nope. No, man, we, our inbox was really it's dusty, full of cobwebs. Yeah, it's uh, it's bad in there. I don't even yeah. like to go in. It smells musty, and 
Gross. It smells like an old basement, you know? Yeah. So what can the listeners do to, to help fix the mustiness of our basement? They can send us emails. Oh, I like it. And our email address is what, Dane? Mm, simply elementary podcast at gmail.com. You got it right. Ladies and gentlemen, simply elementary podcast <laughs> at gmail.com is where you can send all of your tips, tricks, reviews, uh, comments, feedback, suggestions, anything else. Gifts. Animated gifts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> If nothing else, <laughs> at least send us something funny. Oh. So, yes. And if, uh, uh, what else should we point people to? Obviously, uh, we've mentioned Agenda mm-hmm. uh, in App Center. Mm-hmm. Vocal coming out pretty darn soon with the new version. Also in App Center. Uh, Dane, what you, else do you want to uh, share with the people? You can find me on Twitter most days at Brain of Dane. And, uh, same for Instagram, Brain of Dane. Sweet. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Nathan Dyer underscore. Uh, it's a really lame thing. Don't get me started again. I get into it every single episode. I love mentioning Twitter though because you always <laughs> like you always after I mention Twitter and my handle, we always have to immediately go into I well, mine's it. kind of dumb. And... It's Nathan Dyer, and then just slap a underscore at the end of it, and then you'll find me. <laughs> Uh, Simp Elementary pod, it's just Simp Elementary is our Twitter handle so mm-hmm. if you want to get in touch with us there uh, we we monitor it relatively frequently but we don't like stay on top of it like to the millisecond so right. uh, the best way to contact us is our email but yes keep, a, keep in touch with us there on Twitter uh, if you have access to the iTunes store proper be sure to leave us a review there it helps us know what you like and don't like about the show and helps new listeners find it assuming you give it a good rating but you don't have to. I mean, you just be honest, right? Tell us what's in your heart. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's it. Anything else, Dane? What am I forgetting? Uh, nothing. That sounded awesome. And I'm so glad that I got to do this with you again. Sweet. Me too. Why don't we do this again in another moment? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. All right. Well, until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And we will see you all in April. <laughs>